Hey, it's Bob WP, and welcome to Woo Bits, random WooCommerce and WordPress stories, and part of Do the Woo, a podcast for Woo builders. Today, I want to talk a bit about that first WordCamp experience. But first, thanks to our pod friend LearnDash. Their LearnDash cloud gives course creators an easy and powerful way to build their online courses. Developers and builders can use it as a perfect resource for new and existing clients. So check it out at LearnDash.com. Well, it's that time of year, typically when one of the larger WordCamps is on the horizon. A lot of community members share their tips for first-timers attending WordCamps. And each time, I really appreciate the perspectives that everyone takes and shares, whether it be on the reflections of their first time or a follow-up on a first-time experience. Now, I've written them in the past myself and shared them on social as well. And you may ask, what can be shared that hasn't already been said? Well, like most content, I would answer by saying that everyone has a different perspective from their experience. And then there is a fact that there's always newcomers for every WordCamp that comes around the corner. With that said, I didn't really come here to share some long list that I have myself, but I do want to give you two examples of this that I came across recently, specifically for the upcoming WordCamp US. But then I'm going to close with a few thoughts that gives you something to ponder, whether you're a newbie or a veteran in the ecosystem. So that newbie experience. There's a thread I found on Twitter from Gina Marie, who recently attended WordCamp Europe and wanted to share her thoughts For those going to WordCamp US for the first time, which I believe she is going to as well. Now, the interesting part is that she is reflecting on this as an attendee and also from the perspective of her first time as field marketing specialist at GoDaddy. Now, to me, these kind of tips are priceless, and I appreciate Gina taking the time to share them. Now, I'm not going to go through them all because that would, you know, I think take away from experiencing her tweets, and also being able to connect with her on Twitter or comment. So go to the post, check it out, or go to Twitter, look for at G-O-G-I-N-A-M-A-R-I-E, that's Gogina Marie on Twitter, and yeah, read her tips, uh, you know, add your tip, share your thoughts, and if it's the first time, Maybe you can give her some kudos for what she shared with these eight tips. Now, the other one I've came across, I think of more or less as if you are attending as a WooCommerce or WordPress builder or a business owner, you know, you do products or services. And whether you are new to WordPress or the WooCommerce space, or you're a product builder who hasn't spent much time at WordCamps, if any, I know that that first experience can be a bit intimidating, or even a little odd. WordCamps are not your typical conference, nor is a community your typical business community. And I'm saying this in the sense of if you've gone to other business conferences, but I'm also saying this in a good way. Only yesterday, Jonathan Wold, one of our podcast hosts, wrote a great post on this subject that you can find on his site, which is jonathanwold.com. That's 
J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N-W-O-L-D.com. Again, this goes into a lot of thought around WordCamps and that first experience with the event as well as with the community. So I encourage you to read that through. I don't want to steal any of his thunder. I'd rather you go there and check it out. But you do need to go to the post or when you check out that particular post, there's an image that Jonathan had as his featured image. And it's so cool. His daughter, Jensen, who is nine years old, created the illustration of Jonathan with some friends at a WordCamp. Now, if you go there, you can guess who that dude on the right is. And I honestly don't believe anyone has ever done a better illustration of me than Jensen has done. And I think I'm going to have to commission her sometime for one for Do the Woo, to be honest. Now, I'm going to share some personal insights and lessons I learned. And these actually came through in my pre-WordPress days and have carried through my days of WordPress. If you've seen me at a WordCamp, or you might be seeing me at WordCamp US for the first time, you probably notice that I'm a little bit like a pinball bouncing around the booth area in the hallway chat, talking to dozens of people. In the past, I've spoken at several WordCamps over the last 12 years, and I love meeting new faces. But if we go back to my pre-WordPress world of business, I'm going to even point out a time in the early 1990s. And this is a time when I really began business networking officially. One of the instances I recall is when I started attending Chamber of Commerce meetings. If you don't know what a Chamber of Commerce is, Google it. I'm not going to spend the time explaining that. But it was community networking, the local businesses of a community. And you go to these breakfasts and lunches and you sit around a table. And one by one, they would ask you to stand up and introduce yourself. This typically happened at the beginning. And I can recall how my stomach would be tied up in a knot as I waited my turn. And as it came closer to my time, I would break out in a sweat. And maybe I was thinking I would lose part of my lunch or breakfast. And when the time came, I would stand up red-faced and stumble through my pitch. It was rather horrifying, actually. So over the years, though, I learned to be more comfortable in those situations and grew to accept and love the interaction that came with running a business. And it takes time. If you are at that point, or maybe not quite as severe as that, I say give it time. Now, as I grew more comfortable with this networking experience, I started to feel empathy for those that were going through what I did. And as a result, I created a little strategy of my own. If I was at a networking event and saw somebody standing off to the side and looking either frantic or uncomfortable or both, if that's possible, I would make the effort to approach him and introduce myself. And I'd also use my gut feeling that if the conversation should continue or if it was best just to leave it at that. But most times the conversation would continue and then I would bring those people to meet others that I knew at the event. So this is a good thing to keep in mind for those of you that are veterans at WordCamps, been there, done that many times. We tend to get stuck in our little groups, our friends, our buddies, or whoever. We don't often go out and make that extra effort. So that's something to keep in mind. Now, last thing is likely 
the biggest thing I learned. And it probably is fair to say that it's not right for everyone. In those early years, I was told to plan out my networking. Almost a checklist like, you know, who I wanted to meet, make notes of what I needed to learn or ask, etc., etc. Now, in reality, uh, this seems like a very effective way to get the most out of your networking, but I found that it made me more tense because I was like creating these little deadlines for myself at this event and focusing too much on that dreaded list that I felt I lost other opportunities. So guess what I did? One day, I decided to go to an event without any expectations or preparation. And to be honest, that was the best and most effective time I ever had at an event. And I've carried that attitude on ever since. Sure, now I may make some notes of some people I would like to meet, but I don't always make it a priority. Last thing I do is have people sign up on my Calendly account to grab slots to chat. Too much stuff happens organically at events, and I don't want some scheduled conversations to interfere with that. So again, I'm not saying this is the way you should do it. You may have been doing it exactly the way I disagree with for years, and it's worked for you. But I suggest whether it's you know your first time or You've been doing this a long time. If you feel like the time you spend at a word camp isn't well spent or that you walk away thinking, man, I missed out on so much by having my little schedule, I would consider giving it a try. Hey, it may work, may not. I'm hoping that all three of those experiences or those thoughts that I shared with you will hopefully give you some insight into other things to consider, whether it's your first time or your 100th time at a WordCamp. So I hope Gina's, Jonathan's, and my final thoughts will help you or someone you know get the most out of the next WordCamp you go to. And if you're going to WordCamp US, as always, make sure and say hi. Thanks again to my pod friend, Learn-Cloud. Do check them out as they may be the perfect resource to send your clients when they need something easy and effective to get up their online courses. They can go to learndash.com to learn more. And please feel free to share this episode or any other episode of Do the Woo with your friends. Help us get the word out. And until the next time, keep on doing the woo.